Tweakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester. I am your freaking host, Taylor the freaking Sandman freaking Lofton. We got a great freaking show today for you. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we have with us, as freaking always, to my freaking left, Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas. Then to my other left from the freaking satellite freaking New York uplink, we have freaking Doug the freaking Slug Jordan. And then coming via freaking satellite freaking New York from a freaking house of self freaking prostitution, we have Tadia freaking Risher. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your engines. This is our week of freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke, and geez Louise, down on my knees, we are all struggling. Doug Jordan, a shell of the man that he once was, which was, to be honest with you, already a shell of a man as it was. So he's a shell of a shell of a freaking man. And Weakers and Tweakers might remember the story of the great freaking Humpty Dumpty. He sat on a wall. Don't know why he was on there. Maybe he was playing with himself. His little egg-shaped freaking cojones sticking out between these freaking nice pastel freaking trousers. playing with himself in front of a freaking army of people. And then he gets distracted and he freaking tumbles. And I know Doug Jordan's sitting on that wall and if he falls, his shell might crack. And underneath his shell, only another freaking shell. So in terms of cleaning up, I mean, they won't be able to put him back together, but there won't be yolk everywhere. Unless the yolk is crusted in his freaking trousers. Weakers and tweakers, I'm getting ahead of myself. I came in early to the freaking studio, the great R Weeks freaking studio today, to record an in memoriam for, yep, you freaking guessed it, Sunjay. And Weakers and Tweakers might think, has Sunjay died? And I'm not sure. But geez Louise, down on my knees, we wanted to have it on file, ready to play at a freaking moment's freaking notice. Drop of a freaking hat. Sunjay is gone, the great lover of Doug Jordan and co host of Doug Knows Best. Geez Louise, down on my knees, and I had a freaking brilliant Enya song queued up for it. Doug Jordan, you're going to love it when you freaking hear it. And I'm sure you'll hear it sooner or freaking later. So Doug, Jordan, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, as always, uh, yeah. I'm doing well. I don't want you to keep asking why I'm as I say every week, but I won't answer the question. And, you know, just because you were talking about the Lord knows subject, why you're We know why you're freaking yeah, I'm not. It's just how horny are you? We know that you're freaking. Horny. Sandy the Sandman Farkas can see it all over your face. Uh, yeah. Uh, Doug is. Yeah, Doug's. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, Doug's freaking. Absolutely, you can see it right there in his freaking face. Yeah. Freaking eyes are. His nose is. His freaking mouth is. His ears are. His hair is. His chin is. His cheeks. His eyebrows are freaking. The wrinkle in his brow is freaking. And if he had freaking devil's horns sticking out from his freaking heads, which sometimes I think he does, you know those would be freaking. Yeah. And last but not least, his freaking. Yeah. Uh, you guys done? Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so my week. Uh, yeah, I just want to address something. Uh, sort of the elephant in the room here because you were talking about Sunjay earlier. He's fine. You know, he's he's recovering. You gotta He'll be kidding probably... me. No, he's totally he's fine. You know, you just had to you know wait it out. His fever's gone down, so he just he's kicking the rest of it. So he'll he'll be fine pretty soon. I thought Sunjay was dead. I thought he was a goner for sure. I thought he'd been dead for weeks. Yeah, I, I thought he's been dead for a while. Yeah, no, I I was telling you guys. No, he he's probably gonna be fine. He's not really at the in the risk group, which well, I I said several times. Doug, I mean, uh, I feel kind of like you uh, freaking lured us in under freaking false pretenses over here because here we are freaking uh, offering up our freaking sincerest freaking condolences and. The 
the man's not even freaking dead. Yeah. And let and 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 and, and I, I was led to believe that he'd been in the freaking dirt for a couple of weeks now. And 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 to, and and for you to tell me now that he's alive and freaking feeling better than ever and on top of the world uh, is is freaking a little freaking concerning. Doug, have you been to see him yet? No, and I, when can I go see him? You can't. You can't see him until he, it's totally gone, and, and he's got proof and evidence that, that he's not going to pass it along to anybody. And also, I wouldn't go see him anywhere. If you were going to meet some, somewhere, it'd probably be outside, uh, in the open, at least six feet apart. And yeah, some sort of public that. park or something like that where the two of you could commingle underneath a tree or have a picnic and then a romp in the bush. Uh, or a movie theater. Or a farm. Yeah, a farm. You gotta be careful with that one, though, Doug. The last time you didn't fare so well. You almost got killed by a farmer for freaking going after his livestock sexually. Yeah, no, that that never happened. Well, either way, how are you freaking doing? Let's talk about you. I'm so glad Soonjay is doing better, and now I want to hear about freaking Doug, the exciting freaking uh, slug Jordan. That nothing really uh, important to, you know, I'm still telemarketing. Uh, I picked up a, a hobby. I'm, I'm building model cars. I, I got a little workshop in my shed now uh, where I'm spending most of my time uh, putting together model cars. So uh, that's that's the fun that I've been having. <clears throat> so speaking of which, it is evident for weakers and tweakers out there that Sandy the Sandman Farkas has made his way into our week studio. He is not quarantined in the garage of Doug Jordan's house and weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we need to get to the bottom of this before we go any further. So without further freaking ado, freaking Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing, how you been, and how freaking f***ing are you? Um, <clears throat> this is freaking Sandy, and I am freaking, um, and I'm freaking and if I'm being freaking honest with you, freaking is freaking Dickens. Yeah. Uh, maybe, and maybe if, if uh, you'd allow me, I could uh, go ahead and freaking just explain the freaking elephant in the freaking room. Yeah. Dress the freaking elephant in the freaking room. Uh, because as you can see, the freaking ele- elephant is freaking uh, freaking completely naked, and his freaking uh, long, uh, droopy, freaking dangling Johnson is flopping about. And the thing's got two freaking trunks. Yeah. For God's sakes. Yeah. And and it's not quite what you'd freaking expect. Uh, Doug and I have been getting along freaking swimmingly. Uh, just freaking recently, uh, a couple days back, I reached the freaking two-week mark, uh, having stayed in freaking Doug's freaking garage. Uh, made it quite homey. Found some freaking uh, furniture on the freaking street to spruce up the freaking place. He let me freaking eat. He, he said, he, if I'm not going anywhere, I might as well be freaking comfortable. And even a few nights ago, he was kind enough to freaking invite me in for freaking dinner. And it was a freaking lovely affair. I sat with the family. Uh, we talked. We laughed. Uh, I, I even I even watched my drinking a little bit because he told me that it was that it bothered him just a, a pinch. Uh, the thing that I want to freaking get to though is that um, the same freaking invitation was not extended to uh, little Larry, uh, who maybe Wiggers and Twiggers uh, have been listening, uh, has been living with me uh, in a clock in in a garage. Yeah, and, um, and he used to live with me at the freaking group home, and he's a tiny little crazy. M- yeah, um, yeah. Doug and I, uh, well, mostly Doug, freaking kidnapped him by accident uh, when he stole the freaking clock uh, from your freaking group home. By the way, I don't know if that freaking clock was freaking busted back when it was in your freaking group home. The thing doesn't freaking work now. I can't tell if that was from all the freaking love that uh, freaking little Larry has made to it, or if it, it was just a dud of a freaking clock. Listen, the, the freaking issue is ever since I went in and had dinner without freaking little Larry, he has I hadn't been right, and I just couldn't freaking stand to be in the garage with him uh, for one freaking second longer. Well, and we talked about this a little bit last week, and geez louise, down on my knees, I recognized that there was a dynamic 
going on between little Larry and Arnold, the giant deaf freaking mute that lives in the group home with me. And I don't know how I didn't see it before, but now I see it clearly as day. For weakers and tweakers out there, they might remember the story of the freaking alligator who had the tiny little bird that ate out of its mouth to clean its teeth, and it was a freaking symbiotic relation. It was a symbiotic relationship. The bird would sit in the alligator's mouth, clacking away at whatever scrappings were in its teeth, and the alligator loved him for it. Are you saying that little Larry used to eat the food out of Arnold's mouth? When Arnold eats, there's a lot of crumbs, and they fall on his belly, and at his belly and on the floor beneath his belly is little Larry, like a vacuum cleaner on high, scrummaging around, eating the droppings. And he always sat at the table by the freaking feet of freaking Arnold. And I got to tell you, I think the clock is his girlfriend or maybe his freaking boyfriend for that matter. And I got to tell you, I think you are his Arnold now. And you are in big freaking trouble if you freaking ditching him at dinner. Yeah. Well, yeah, now that you freaking mention it, uh, I have been eating the I have been eating the freaking uh, the Jordan family freaking scraps in my lonesome um, uh, in the garage. And and Larry has spent quite a good amount of time by my freaking feet eating, eating the scraps of the scraps. Let's get down to the real question here, though. Why would Doug Jordan, Doug's wife, and Doug's son, Doug Jr., not invite little Larry in from out the cold to enjoy a family meal around the dinner table? Doug Jordan, the floor is yours. Uh, okay. First of all, the garage isn't cold. It's actually, it's got a heated floor, so it's pretty warm in there. It's lovely. Uh, second of all, uh, I don't, I don't, what do you want me to say? I don't, I don't freaking trust a, a little person that lives inside of a freaking clock that we rescued from a, a group home by accident. I don't know if he's necessarily a safe person to bring into my freaking house. I don't like that he freaking humps Sandy when he's freaking trying to sleep. It's gotten worse, uh, too. And yeah, I, I don't want to invite him to freaking dinner. Sounds extremely prejudiced against little people, Doug. Yeah, agreed. It sounds like you got something against a little m. Yeah, I man, I have someone who's nearly a m- myself. I, I, you know, I, I, I gotta stand with the, I gotta stand with the real freaking. M- not just a, but just a notch above him. But it, it doesn't feel right to go and eat at that freaking table while, while we keep him in the freaking doghouse or the freaking clock. And, and maybe we should move him out into the doghouse. If I'm being quite honest. But so as I have taken it, Sandy, little Larry has been misbehaving. Is that the situation that you are now finding yourself in? Uh, yeah. Doug doesn't let me freaking drink at the freaking dinner table with his family, but when the door closes in the garage, what happens in there is my business, and I suppose little Larry. Yeah. So I've been drinking quite a bit, um, and and if I'm being honest with you, I've been stashing a little bit of my freaking urine. Um, that's only because I don't want to freaking, you know, freaking drunkenly freaking clomp through freaking Doug's freaking foyer, uh, freaking startling his young son, freaking butt naked, down at the freaking, down at the stealing freaking ice cream out of the freaking freezer uh, in the middle of the freaking night. So I'm in, I'm in there all by myself. So I'm, 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 I'm drunk as a freaking Dickens. And sometimes, sometimes I wake up to freaking what Larry does to my leg. And sometimes I wake up once it's too late. And he's made a, he made a bit of, a bit of a mess on me. And have you thought about actually using the kennel to contain Larry at least throughout the evening? Recently, because, you know, I, I would wake up and I would, and I would be, I wouldn't know exactly what the mess was. But then I would hear just a light, the light jingling of the chimes in the clock. And I know that he's already quickly scurried away and freaking locked himself in there. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, if, if the kennel's freaking free, some. Look, the thing about it is something's got to be done about little Larry one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to go. I can't live like this. Yeah. And I can tell Arnold wants him back desperately. But geez Louise, down on my knees, we've spent a lot of time on such a little man. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we have to get to freaking Tadia freaking Risher, the most exciting sexual freaking person on the show. Tadia, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? 
Uh, you know, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I've been pretty good, and I'm pretty freaking though. I can see it plastered all over Doug Jordan's face. I'm probably not as as he is. So uh, just to keep you guys updated, last week I said over the radio, giving me full legal immunity that I was planning on poisoning my freaking landlord Rick, uh, who is also my boss, and I guess the street term for it is pimp. But I don't, you know, whatever. Um, so I made a freaking cake, put in a little bit of my homemade freaking poison, and. Uh, served served a piece of cake to Rick and uh let's just say Rick is really really sick so you you poison the freaking landlord slash freaking security guard slash pimp that lives with you at your mm. and you're still living there well yeah I mean I was gonna use it as an excuse to just kind of leave and stay out of town but honestly I had a couple shows that scheduled for the night I needed the freaking money now I think I'm just gonna hang around for a while honestly it's it's not that bad uh, I have a freaking question mm-hmm. are you so far the only person in, in this household that has managed to not get sick yeah I mean up until uh, last week there were maybe three or four of us but um, those th- other three guys also ate the cake so now they're really freaking sick so everybody else except for me is sick in the house so I'm really kind of living on top and is the closest thing to a doctor in the house because of all my freaking ailments. Everybody's kind of looking to me as the leader of this place. So uh, let's just say the power dynamic has shifted a little bit. The one thing that I would be careful with is people might start getting suspicious if they don't see you get sick. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a good point. I would perhaps maybe feign an illness to mm-hmm. stay in their good graces because it does sound like you're positioning yourself to take over as basically the pimp of the house once this COVID 19 virus makes its way out of your freaking giant, freaking hilarious, freaking sex dungeon, self prostitution house. Yeah, it does sort of feel that way, and uh, it wasn't how, exactly how I planned on it, but I'm happy that it's it's heading in that direction. So what I think I'll do is I'll probably just ingest a little bit of freaking poison myself, give off the sense that I'm sick, and uh, that way no one's freaking suspicious of me moving forward. That's a great idea. You're going to yeah. cover your freaking bases, probably steal some jewelry too. Yeah. Just to make it look like somebody, like there was a break-in at some point, and they were all too sick to notice, and you got a little money under your belt, and you can you can take some time off from shows and get a little sick and, and, and cover your freaking bases and, 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 get, and dust up and get rid of your track, cover your freaking tracks. That's a good idea. I think I'll do that. Maybe I have to start burning down the evidence to all the poisons in my closet. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, do, do you really need to poison? yourself i mean you you faked a, some illnesses in the past i, I feel like you'd, you'd be pretty good at it what are you referring to Doug. yeah what uh what the hell are you talking about i mean i don't think i mean we've talked about this on the show uh for weakers and tweakers out there listening in the past where i'm pretty positive that you you faked uh having cancer for a very long time after your girlfriend dumped you uh, as an excuse to try for to get her to get her back it was cancer, wow. Doug. D- Doug, he still has the cane to freaking prove that he had freaking cancer. He carries a cane with him. Absolutely uh, freaking do you hilarious. Do not see this freaking cane? Do you not see this yeah. freaking cane? And by the way, while we're on the subject of cancer, Doug, you owe me quite a bit of money Same. from my freaking cancer treatments. I agree. You owe me some. You owe me quite a bit of money too. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't owe anybody money. And and also, I'm pretty sure you don't need a cane. So I think you're just. That's just a part of your gag. Either way, it's absolutely freaking hilarious. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we got a great freaking show for you. We even have a new weekly segment coming up at the end. But geez louise, down on my knees, if you want to call in and join in the conversation, call 513-914-6201. That's the R Week freaking hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast. You also might get a freaking prize or two. Without further freaking ado, R Week's news and discussing starts freaking now. 
Universe. Last week, film producer Donovan Leach announced that Paris Jackson will be playing Jesus in the movie Habit, according to Fox News. News of Jackson's role had gone previously unannounced. The 22-year-old daughter of Michael Jackson stars alongside Bella Thorne. Thorne portrays a woman with a Jesus fetish who disguises herself as a nun to escape the violence of a drug deal gone wrong. According to Leach, director Janelle can I even say that on the freaking radio? Cliff was, quote, inspired by early Quentin Tarantino. The film is currently in post-production. So, geez louise, down to my knees. This is absolutely freaking hilarious. Michael Jackson is back with a new freaking movie. He's back, and he's playing freaking Jesus. And can you imagine him up there on the freaking cross, basically wearing just a tiny freaking leaf over his dangly wangly, up there with all that plastic surgery. He's falling the freaking part. He's drug overdosing all over the place. And yet, people are captivated by him. I imagine that instead of a leaf covering his his uh, freaking dangly wangly is a uh, one of that that white brimmed hat that he wore when he would moonwalk. Yeah, because he's fully freaking. Though it doesn't make much of a difference, he's a, not a well endowed man. No, but it's just enough to hang a freaking hat on. And you can tell that he's he's Jesus because he's got the freaking stigmata over the white freaking glove. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine him wearing those freaking robes and sandals and freaking moonwalking into that freaking church that then he freaking throws up all over the tables and flips everything around and breaks everything. And then the next thing you know, he's sitting down to a freaking meal and the freaking all the freaking wise men are there and they got freaking gold and frankincense and myrrh and they're freaking doing the moonwalk, too. Imagine all the freaking noises he'll make when he's up there getting poked and prodded and, and wearing that freaking prickly little hat that they put on him. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Doug Jordan, how excited are you for the return of freaking Michael Jackson? And how excited are you for the return of freaking Jesus? Uh, as excited as I could be that uh, to think of Michael Jackson uh, playing Jesus in a role, uh, I just want to say that the, it's not Michael Jackson. Uh, apparently, it's his 22-year-old daughter. Uh, you even read it that the 22-year-old daughter of Michael Jackson uh, will be playing uh, Jesus. Right. So. Blank, yeah, Blanket. And Blanket is back. And the last we saw Blanket, he was dangling from a freaking blanket, hanging off of a balcony. And his father was holding the other end of the blanket, trying to shoo him off of it. He said, this is my blanket, Blanket. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, what did he do with the freaking blanket? Doug Jordan, you're, the floor is yours. What, what do you mean, what did he do with the blanket? Go on, Dude. Doug, the floor is yours. I mean, this is your time to freaking shine, Doug. We're giving, we're opening the, up the floor to you for, for the first and who knows, maybe even the freaking last time. So yeah, this goes. Michael Jackson named his son after his favorite freaking blanket. Everyone knows that. It's a fact. Now, after he shooed the freaking child off of the freaking blanket, what did he go do with it? Did he have sex with it? Or did he use it to clean up a mess that he made earlier in the freaking day? Or was he using it to prepare for a mess that he was about to freaking make? In the hotel room of his freaking... I think he was in Italy. I feel like he was in Italy. I think I saw a guy with a big mustache making a pizza standing on the ground. Covered in freaking flour. I mean... Doug, before you freaking answer that, let's backtrack and go back to the history of freaking Blanket to begin with. Uh, the story goes, and we all freaking know it, Uyghurs and Twiggers are like, uh, that Blanket was the name of freaking Michael Jackson's favorite freaking Blanket. And and famously, his child freaking grabbed a hold of this freaking Blanket, and freaking Michael Jacket ran to the freaking balcony. He said, you gotta get off my freaking Blanket, and he starts freaking twirling the freaking bank, blanket around. Freaking baby's holding on for freaking dear life. And that thing's going round and 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 round and
up and going, oh my God, what is that? He got, somebody's got to do something about that freaking blanket or the baby or whatever. Somehow, freaking baby freaking, at some point, freaking baby freaking launches off the freaking blanket, goes freaking soaring where God knows where. And then I guess the question would be, what did freaking Michael Jackson proceed to do with that freaking blanket? Did he freaking have sex with it or? Yeah. Or was he using it to clean up a mess that he'd already freaking made? Maybe he'd already had sex. The floor is yours, Doug. Uh, yeah. I would think that they would just continue, they would put the, he would put the blanket back on the baby, I guess, because a, bl- a blanket's use is to next warm one. something next up. One. Next one. Doug, sometimes I feel like you're not even listening when Sandy is speaking or when I am speaking or when Tati is speaking. And when we're speaking about the king, well, there's really two kings. And first of all, anybody remember when they fr- found, found the freaking shroud of freaking Turin, the freaking blanket that freaking Jesus used to freaking cover his dangly Johnson with? And is it a coincidence that the kid named freaking blanket after the blanket by the other king, the king of freaking pop? That that blanket that also blanket is freaking- gonna And he, that blanket is going to be playing the freaking the blanket that is Jesus. Both blankets had freaking on them. Because both of them were on the Dangly Johnson of one time and on the Dangly Johnson of the king. Both the kings. Jesus and Michael Jackson. Jesus and Jackson. I have to tell you, that's a freaking idea for a freaking movie right there. Called freaking Jesus and Jackson. And we might start working on that if we get some attention on freaking social media about it. We'll definitely start working on it and we'll do a live air freaking read. Last week, the result of a new study reports to show that men are prone to longer, more severe cases of the coronavirus due to, to their testicles, according to the New York Post. Researchers tracking the recovery of 68 patients in Mumbai, India, now believe that the COVID-19 virus may linger in the testicles due to a particular protein found in high levels in the testicles. According to Dr. Aditi Shastri, an oncologist who works in the Bronx, and her mother, Dr. Janathari Shastri, a microbiologist in Mumbai, the protein known as angiotensin converting enzyme 2, or ACE2, why don't they just say ACE2, is also found in the heart, lungs, and gastrointestinal tract. The cross-continental mother and daughter research team believe that since the testicles are, quote, walled off from the immune system, the virus could remain there for a longer period of time than the rest of the body. So, geez louise, down on my freaking knees. What a freaking crushing blow to three-fourths of the freaking show right here. You know, I mean, Tadia Risher, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, myself, are all at freaking risk right here. At high freaking risk. And Doug Jordan, how does it make you feel that you narrowly missed the gap? Dodge the bullet, as they say. Uh, The floor is yours. Yeah, no, I I have... I, I, I don't know why you're telling people out there that I don't all of a sudden. So I, I guess we're all in this together. Uh, Doug, um, if you don't mind, I'd like to freaking chime in quickly. Uh, look, I'm, 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 I'm not one to freaking to, to rush uh, to the aid of freaking a, a, a one Mike Doug freaking Jordan. Uh, however, uh, as weirs and triggers might already know, I've been spending a little bit more time with him freaking recently. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a, a one moment where I was out in the freaking living room, uh, which uh, the bathroom is right off the living room. Doug comes freaking sauntering out and it was a freaking towel wrapped around his waist and a towel wrapped around his head like like a woman would do and i'm and i'm thinking and i'm and i honest to god freaking think to myself if this freaking towel drops i and i will finally freaking see freaking doug's freaking uh dangly wingly dangly johnson dangly wingly dangly little freaking johnson uh, freaking sans freaking touch but wouldn't you believe it, freaking, I had a window open, freaking gust of air freaking rolls through, freaking yanks freaking Doug's freaking towel down, and pop, there they are, right there in my freaking face. Doug's freaking p***s and freaking test and, and I, and I, and I, and I thought to myself, geez, ladies, well, there it is. There's the real freaking Doug Jr., if you know what I freaking mean. Yeah. And, and then I noticed, the guy is completely freaking, there is, he is completely freaking bald down there. And I, and I, I, and that was a complete freaking shock to me. I mean, te- I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the freaking pelvic region and the freaking test. 
There isn't there isn't a freaking hair on his freaking body beneath his freaking belly button until you reach his freaking thighs, which look like freaking part of freaking Robin Williams freaking body, which as we all know is plastered with freaking fur. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if if that's something that we want to freaking dis- uh, freaking discuss at any time, Doug, I'm here for you. I'm just glad that this story brought that story to the light of day because that needed to be said. And Doug, I'm I'm sorry that I counted you out of the group. We're all freaking in danger. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this on the radio. Doug's freaking completely freaking hairless. Whether that be freaking natural or freaking man-made, who knows? Bald is the day he was born. Doug Jordan, and and how do you do it? And and how freaking are you? Yeah, uh, I I'm not. Uh, please stop asking me that. And uh, sometimes I like to freaking trim trim up down there. I, I guess is what I'll say. Uh, and that's as far as I'm gonna go. Does it make the herpes more manageable if it's bald down there? Yeah, I don't have uh, herpes. Well, God bless you either way. Last week, researchers in France found that the coronavirus can survive long exposures to heat and only die as temperatures rise to near boiling point, according to the Southwest China Morning Post. So, geez louise down on my knees, if this is bad news for those of us who have, those of us out there, weakers and tweakers out there, who's te- are just filled to the brim with freaking coronavirus because it seems that the only way to get rid of it is to boil a hot freaking pot of water and freaking gently dip your freaking balls into it. And I don't know how long they need to be submerged, but God bless you. And I feel for you because those puppies are going to be freaking ready to burst upon contact. I can't even imagine what it feels like to boil your own t***s while you're still a freaking live. Doug? What I what do you want me uh, to say? I, I don't think. Well, you, should... you told you told us that Sunjay recovered. I'd imagine he dipped his balls in hot water. Yeah, no, I I don't think that he did he that. Boiled or... it, he boiled his balls, and then and then you having having been told last freaking episode that freaking coronavirus is freaking transmitted freaking sexually, decided you would freaking shave off all of your freaking pubic hair because you thought maybe it had freaking traces of the freaking virus on them. So because you were too was... scared to freaking boil your balls. It was resist. There, there was some. How do you say it? Sandy, resi- you had green residuals. You were you feared what was the residual. Yeah, no, no, none of none of that's true. And now that Sunjay's recovered, I'm sure there's a, the next waiting period, the time that it's going to take for him to heal before you can, the two of you can rendezvous. And it's going to be the stars will be shining down upon you the day that you finally meet and embrace and hold each other again. And I just want to say God bless the both of you, and I love you both, and I love Sunjay. And I'm going to email him the tribute, the freaking in memoriam that I did for him before I we came in today. An obituary. It's an obituary for Weakers and Tweakers, it's, it's a, and it was brilliantly done, and maybe I'll release it on air. Last week, a 64-year-old man was accidentally ejected from a fighter jet at 2,500 feet during an organized joyride, according to CNN Travel. The incident occurred in France during a company outing that had been arranged as a surprise for the 64-year-old by his employees. According to the accident report, the man agreed on the military joyride but panicked during a particularly daring maneuver and accidentally hit the ejector button located next to his seat. The elderly Frenchman was instantly ejected from the plane and his helmet, which was not secured properly, flew off his freaking head. Fortunately, the parachute was deployed and the unnamed business owner was picked up safely along the French-German border. According to the report, the 64-year-old had never expressed any desire to fly in a military jet. You know, this really freaking ticks me off. Yeah. Explain. What we have here is a freaking story about a freaking old man. Yeah. Who gets freaking coerced by his freaking friends into getting into a freaking fighter jet. He'd never had any freaking interest. 
freaking fighter jet starts to freaking do some freaking dangerous freaking maneuvers. Old man freaking presses the eject button, freaking gets ejected. His, and mind you, his freaking helmet comes flying off. Yeah. Man gets freaking ejected. Old man, bear in mind, and he doesn't even freaking die. Uh, there's one thing to freaking call this freaking story, and it is a freaking nine, uh, freaking nine. This is a, geez, why can't I freaking say it? This is a freaking non story if I've ever freaking heard one. Yeah. Maybe if the old man were to freaking fall and crack his freaking head open, not allow freaking, freaking Humpty Dumpty, like you mentioned freaking earlier, and the yogurt is freaking spill, and freaking yogurt is spill from his freaking lines as well. Uh, yeah. Or if Jeez Louise down on my knees, if if he had fallen and when he landed, he broke his freaking hip and then he died from the residual, from the residual of the freaking accident. You know what? You know what would be freaking hilarious? This guy goes freaking home and he freaking dies of freaking COVID-19. Yeah. He's a Frenchman. Jeez Louise down on my knees. Doug Jordan, do you have any Frenchmen in you? You have a, a little, even a little bit of Frenchman in you? Or have yeah, you no. ever had a little Frenchman in you? Uh, the answer is uh, no to both those questions. Yeah. There's no, I've never had a little Frenchman inside me, and no, I don't have a little Frenchman inside me. Well, God bless you. By the looks of little Larry, I think I might have had a freaking little Frenchman on top of me the other night. Yeah. By the smell of it, too. Well, he's a I don't think he's French. He's he smells like freaking cheese. I've always wondered where the where they come from, the little ones. There must have been an island once upon a time full of them. And then they got picked up and rescued it because because the captain of a ship thought they were children. And then they just started spreading all over the world to circuses and, you know, to freaking, I don't know. Imagine how, how bewildered that the, the first man to rescue them was when he said, what is going on with these children? Why aren't they? Why are their heads so big? Why are their heads so big? And why is the rest of them so small? And why, over the course of the years, does this child never grow? Well, that lost island is the basis for Peter Pan, where they travel to a freaking island of little children that never freaking grow any taller. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's isn't it? Absolutely freaking hilarious. Last week, Kanye West made headlines after an interview with GQ revealed that the Grammy Award winner has been, quote, beeping at his friends as a substitute for verbal communication. According to Rolling Stone, West's statement was part of a larger discussion surrounding the 42-year-old artist's rejection of, quote, man-made con. West went on to call words, quote, our lowest form of communication and said, quote, the greatest freedom is to challenge the vernacular. West put his thoughts into practical application by explaining a scenario where he bumped into his friend and fashion designer Matt Williams. Quote, I saw Matt Williams in the hotel lobby at the Mercer a couple of weeks ago. Right when I saw him, I started communicating in like beep sounds, West said. We hugged and started using memories to attempt to communicate the future. Jeez Louise. I mean, and I don't want to sound like an expert on the situation, but this sounds an awful lot like things I hear every freaking day at the freaking group home for the criminally insane. And Jeez Louise down on my knees, Kanye freaking West, if you're freaking listening, I implore you, we have a bed ready for you. And it's a small bed because it was for a tiny little named Larry who now lives in a clock in the garage of Doug Jordan's house as basically the subordinate to his master, Sandy the same man, Farkas. But please, I implore you, if you need help, I will be your freaking mentor and you can live with me and I can show you the freaking way. And you can bring that freaking big behind of your freaking wife with you as well, Jeez Louise. Tady the freaking richer. Yeah. Would it be beneficial to get someone like Kanye West with his current condition on the freaking radio to explain in beeps and other nonverbal communications his theories on life? Well, 
given that radio and podcasting like we do is a uh, is an audio format, I think that would absolutely be the best freaking idea that we could ever do is to get someone who's communicating non-verbally and through incoherent sounds. Because honestly, and there's no other reason, it's freaking hilarious. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, I'd like to bring something to the panel. Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking about this, and, and, I, and I started to think about the freaking Muppets. Uh, I think about freaking Beaker. I think about the freaking Swedish Chef. Hilarious. And those are those are both freaking Muppets that, that can communicate without making uh, uh, any, any sort of freaking coherent words. So part of me is starting to think that maybe Kanye West could be part Muppet. You know, the sad thing about growing freaking old is when I was a kid, I swear to God, I understood every word freaking Beaker and freaking the Swedish Chef said. And as I got got older it freaking left me and now when i watch those old freaking episodes of the muppet show i am in the freaking dark i think i caught freaking little larry freaking beeping off right before i came here jeez louise absolutely freaking hilarious and doug jordan maybe pick up some freaking bleats if you can find some to clean up the mess although the mess that he's making i imagine already smells a little bit like bleach so maybe something like lysol with some lemon in it to mask the scent of the bleach that comes from the loins of larry Last week, a writer for Market Watch wrote an op-ed predicting a dramatic side effect of the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the publication, one serious result of the disruption of supply chains due to social distancing is that automation will take over the workforce at an even faster rate. As reported in a 2017 study out of Oxford University, 52% of essential jobs are at risk for being replaced by robotic automation within the next 15 years. But with new concerns over future pandemics, these jobs may be taken over by machines even sooner. So, geez louise down on my knees, I want to get a freaking roundtable panel discussion going. uh, And we're going to just start it off and we'll go to Doug Jordan first. Now, the question for the panel is, could robots really take our freaking jobs? Yeah, I mean, probably. Uh, I think it's pretty likely that robots would take our jobs. But, you know, I I don't think they would take all the jobs. You know, a a robot can't freaking uh, write a movie. Uh, A robot can't freaking uh, write a song. You know, what the robots can do is is things like sort mail uh, and deliver freaking packages and and deliver mail. Yeah, fish too. Manage a gas station. Yeah. Play yeah. with yourself on camera. Yeah, I don't think... A, I, and maybe a robot could play with itself on camera. Uh, and now that you're saying it, I would certainly watch I that. I would certainly watch that as well. Sounds freaking hilarious. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would too. But yeah, what, I, would be, I would be interested in that, I think. When I think of a robot doing what I do, I think there would be no need for it. Why would they ever make a robot that lives in a group home that plays with himself and freaking makes food for himself and eats all of it and wakes up and then goes to take a freaking nap and plays coloring book and plays bingo and loses and sits in there looking at the wall where the clock used to be and just waits and waits for the next day or the freaking sun to go down so he can play with himself again and then go to bed and then wake up to do it again. And why would they make a freaking robot that takes poops three, four, five times a freaking day and every time he freaking poops he also freaking pees and geez louise down on my knees it just doesn't make sense and that and it, honestly i'm freaking relieved because i know that there will always be a no it's never going to take my freaking job you know there's never going to take over and if i did see a robot doing all those things i would be very freaking nervous if i saw a robot doing one of those things i'd freaking i would do it and freaking i would kill it i would dismantle it immediately my worry is Imagine some of these freaking care, caretakers you have, freaking Mrs. Washbasher and, 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 and whatnot. Yeah, Mrs. Malfour. And Malfour, and, and, and they've seen that, that freaking Arnold is getting freaking grumpy because little Larry's gone. 
Let's just say they don't freaking replace little Larry with a freaking robot to freaking ease his tensions. And if they can do that for little Larry, maybe they could do that for you. You just got to make sure you don't get yourself an Arnold. Yeah, I don't want a freaking Arnold. I, I already got one Arnold. I got to basically sleep with one eye freaking open. Jeez Louise. And jeez Louise, I was also thinking, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, could a, could a robot replace what you do? Well, I've done quite a few things before. Um, could a robot freaking teach someone how to do a freaking bungee jump? Absolutely. Could a freaking robot deliver freaking pizza? Absolutely. But why would a robot get drunk all day, every well, day, and drive around in a car and be absolutely freaking hilarious? It wouldn't make no sense to the robot. Well, I was, oh boy, if you would let me, if you, I was going to say that. I was, that's what I was going to say. Obviously, they're never going to freaking build a robot to get freaking drunk, drive a freaking golf cart, freaking have, and try and freaking, and freaking climb up trees and freaking, uh, freaking watch their girlfriends and freaking eat freaking fast food. Kidnapping oh. freaking, kidnap freaking dogs and whatnot and little m****s. Yeah, and, cl- and steal clocks. They just build their own clock. Now, I was also thinking about this. Remember when you were freaking dating a woman, you had a relationship based on sex in the, in, in exchange for pizza. Mm-hmm. Was she a robot? I wonder how she's doing in all this COVID-19. Have you talked to her? Have you reached out? Have Lord. you opened up your heart or is it still sealed shut? That, that puppy's never freaking opening up ever again. It was nothing but freaking heartache for real freaking Sam. Sam, he's always, Sandy freaking, he's always, what am I trying to... Sandy, Sam, Fergie. Yeah. <clears throat> Sandy, Sam, San, Sanford. Jeez Louise, freaking Sanford, Sandy, Sam. There's too many freaking. Anywho. Doug Jordan, would you freaking talk to him? The floor is yours, and it's also Sandy's. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you want me to talk to him about? Doug, what you said earlier freaking really got to me. When you said, you said they're, they're, they will, will never, they will never freaking wait. When you said, when you, you said that when you can make a freaking movie, a freaking robot, and you can, and the robots will never be able to freaking do the radio. Because who would want to freaking listen to a freaking robot on the radio? That that got to you? I, I, I figured that would be kind of endearing that, you know, we do the radio. I didn't. I don't think I even said the radio part. Doug, but that's what I meant when I said it got to me. You made him feel sad. What the hell the matter with you, Doug? Didn't make you. Didn't make him angry. Not everything is a. Not we're not always trying to angle every little thing against you, Doug. That's something really? that that's something that develops in your head throughout the day, and by the time you get here, you think it. But we love you. God bless you. And we I say it to you constantly. But you are being really selfish right now. Yeah, I don't. Why the sometimes. Last week, after the release of Gwyneth Paltrow's brand Goop's $75 vagina-scented candle called This Smells Like My Vagina, another candle maker produced a companion product with the This Smells Like My P***s candle. That's a pretty mouthful. According to Insider, the latter candle is exactly the same scent, size, and shape of Goop's female genitalia-scented candle, but comes with a higher price tag. The production of the Dangly Johnson-scented candle by a Canadian candle company is said to be a statement on the gender wage disparity going on in the great cold north Canada. So, geez louise down at my knees. What doesn't make sense is they made both candles the same size and shape. But in a perfect world, you would be able to buy one candle and both candles and have them have sex with each other. And then you would just be basically you'd start your own candle freaking factory because then they would have sex and they would make a third candle. But what you got to be careful is that the two parent candles don't have sex with or the sibling candles don't have sex with each other because then they'll come out all distorted looking like little Larry and freaking Arnold. Uh, yeah, I don't know if two candles could uh, have sex with each other. 
I guess is is my response to this to well, to yeah, what you well, of course they said. Doug, very good, very smart. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think I don't think that two candles could also you know birth a, a child candle. And also, what would the child candle even freaking smell like? A baby candle. Yeah, you'd have candle and candle junior. Kind of yeah, like if, if one candle smells like a penis and one candle smells like a freaking vagina, then what would the freaking baby candle smell see, like? Th- th- you're right. That is the problem. Both of these candles smell the same. They're saying that vaginas and penises smell the same. They smell. They say the smells like the vagina. Yeah, they made a big mistake, Doug. And how do they fix this? And if let's say you're PR for this company or Tadia Risher, let's say you're PR or sure. Sandy the Sandman. Let's make this a roundtable panel discussion. What do you do to fix this situation? One of you start. Uh, I'm at a freaking loss. Okay. Uh, I guess I would start by denying that the candles could have sex with each other and have a baby candle. See, that's nobody's going to buy it. They would eat you alive, Doug. Yeah, you'd be hung to dry. They'd be throwing tomatoes at you, and then they'd freaking burn you at the stake. Jesus Christ on the cross, Doug. Tadia Risher. I'd probably start a uh, little internet, uh, you know, how they always produce these little videos on Twitter. I'd freaking start a sex show with the candles where the freaking they have they uh, have sex with each other and freaking they melt all over each other until they're this big freaking gloppy, gloopy, sexy candle orgy. Yeah. 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 See, and people will buy that. They'd eat that up. Yeah. Same to the same man, Farkas. I would just look the audience dead in the eyes and say there is no freaking vagina that smells like a freaking penis. And there is no freaking penis that smells like a freaking vagina. Yeah. Because I've smelled them both. Yeah. My own freaking Somebody else's God bless you. Last week, a village in Indonesia made headlines after news spread of their unusual method to patrol social distancing, according to the BBC. Kapu Village on the Java Island has resorted to using volunteers dressed as ghosts to patrol the streets. In Indonesian culture, the Pongkong are said to be the trapped souls of the dead. The intent of the Pongkong ghosts was to deter those who disobeyed the lockdown through fear tactics. But according to Reuters, initially, the tactic had the opposite effect as people came out in throngs to see the ghastly figures in white sheep garb. The country has 4,500 confirmed cases with 4,000 deaths, but officials fear the numbers are grossly inaccurate. So, Jesus, always down on my knees. Doug the Slug Jordan, let's say you're Indonesian and you have to use, you have to dress up as one character from your terrible past to deter other Indonesians from gathering in throngs and celebrating outside wildly in jubilation during this COVID-19 pandemic, what would you do? Uh, well, I think the ghost thing is pretty funny, but I guess I, w- I would dress up as, uh, you know, some sort of monster, like Godzilla or something. No, that's Japan. You're in Indonesia. They're not going to fall for that. Well, I mean, it's a mo- I mean, I would dress as, as some sort of monster. I guess not Godzilla, maybe the squid or something. Doug, are you talking about bringing what you'd dress up as if it were freaking Halloween? I mean, I guess that's kind of the same the yeah, same question. This isn't a Halloween yeah, segment, though, Doug. This is not a freaking Halloween segment, Doug. Okay, then what would you you guys dress up as? A ghost. To... I would put a white sheet, and I'd cut the eyes out for my... I'd cut the holes out for the eyes, and I would walk around as a freaking ghost. Okay, see, if I, if I had said that, then you guys would be like, Oh, Doug, you're so stupid. Why would you freaking do that? And I would say, what do you mean? And you, oh, it's it's the same thing as the freaking news story. Obviously, we threw you a freaking bone here, Doug. You're being a freaking idiot. You're just going to dress up like what they freaking dress up as? That's exactly what you freaking say to me. I don't think so. I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah, this is a lot. Tadia Richard, what do you dress up as? 
I would dress up as my parents and uh, they would come up to me and they'd say, uh, what, what, what have you done with your life? You were going to school. Uh, everything was going great for you. You had a great job. And then uh, what was it? Um, what? That was freaking hilarious. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, I would dress up as the greatest villain other than the COVID-19 virus this world has dealt with recently. And I would take every item of clothing known to man and just keep stacking it on and stacking it on and stacking it on and shoe upon shoe upon shoe until I look like I am damn near a thousand pounds. And then I bleach my hair and let the tips grow out and grow my beard out blonde. And I parade around as Jonah the Blob Hill. And these poor, scared, frightened, freaking Indonesians have never seen anything like that. These are these are these people are are not gluttonous people. And the gluttony of the freaking West would come swooping in dressed as Jonah freaking Hill and frighten these folk back into their freaking house. And all would be saved. And then when the freaking thing ended, I'd take robe after robe after robe off, and I'd reveal that it was just me, your hero. Freaking Taylor the Sandman freaking Lofton. And they would rejoice. And who could blame them? And they would hoist me over their shoulder, proud to know that they could. Unlike Jonah Hill, who they could not. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we have a great new weekly segment. It's called Our Week's Guide to Making a Difference. In this time, many people are out there asking themselves, how do we make a freaking difference? What can we do to insight change and we here at our week in review want to help enthuse and guide those looking to make a little difference in their own community or in the wider community of the freaking world so without further freaking ado this week we are going to be focusing on helping freaking children learn from home and to do this we are going to use the eight category systems analysis so sandy the sandman farkas could you explain what the eight category systems analysis is and what it freaking does for weakers and tweakers out there uh absolutely i freaking love to uh the eight systems category uh the Eight, the eight, the eight systems category, the eight, geez, Louise, the eight categories, freaking system, uh, freaking systems, and freaking analysis, is uh, is a freaking system uh, c- comprised of freaking eight different freaking categories, uh, and it is a freaking perfect system. Uh, the outcomes of which uh, we we arise are uh, concrete and freaking perfect, and uh, they are the undisputed fact. And without freaking further freaking ado. Um, yes. Yeah. We have the first category is food. The second is shelter. The third is clothing. The fourth is toilet. The fifth is cars and motorcycles. The sixth is sports. The seventh is geography. And the eighth is miscellaneous, which we all know is sex. So without further freaking ado, a roundtable panel discussion, guide people to helping children learn from home. Doug Jordan, the first. Oh, actually, Doug got mad. We're going to save toilet for Doug. I'll do the first one, food. So geez, always down to my knees. It Whatever kids need to be fed. So make sure they have a nice freaking healthy freaking breakfast, whether they're eating eggs or whether they're eating frog legs or whether they're eating freaking toast or whether they're eating toast with freaking mustard or those freaking rice cakes that nobody likes with enough mustard on it so that you can't taste the freaking rice cakes. Make sure they get something in their belly to get them going, to get their brain freaking activated. Number two, we're going to go to Sandy the Sandman Farkas, shelter. Uh, shelter. Uh, this is a freaking easy one. Uh, shelter. Uh, all these freaking kids are are. are 
going to be living in freaking shacks in the freaking near future. Yeah. As we all are, because this this scenario freaking takes place in a freaking hobo village. Um, what the what the children are going to be eating, though, uh, Taylor freaking unfortunately got this wrong, is schlop. Schlop made a freaking squirrel. It, it is, uh, if you've ever seen freaking Oliver freaking twist, uh, the little boy comes up and says, please, may I have some freaking more? And she says, no, absolutely not. You've already had some. And that's freaking squirrel. And that is this, that's, it's also the shelter that they're going to be in is a freaking, is a freaking shoop, is a, is a freaking shoop kitchen. Yeah. And geez yeah. Louise, and, and so they're going to be living in a soup kitchen. One of the little kids, yep, you guess it, freaking little Larry, going to be slopping up a freaking squirrel freaking tail out of the freaking porridge of squirrel stew. And geez Louise, down on my knees, that leads us right into freaking clothing with Tadia freaking Risher. So uh, it's never too early for a child to learn how to wash their own clothes. So what I suggest doing is stop doing laundry for your kids and and don't do it until they learn how to freaking do it for themselves. So if your kids waddling around in their freaking loincloth covered in freaking poop and and pee and blood and dirt and and squirrel. leftover squirrel squirrel gloop, yes. Uh, you, you gotta let them freaking brew in it, and yeah, maybe they'll get sick. Maybe it's unhealthy, but you know, the kids gotta freaking learn. Absolutely true, and this is a perfect system. Uh, now, Doug Jordan, his favorite freaking category, toilet. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, well, since it's in the near future, or the you know, uh, some sort of future, I, I would say that that all children uh, must learn how to, how to use the freaking toilet outside uh, so they can't go uh, to a regular toilet. A normal toilet will be used by the uh, the high and mighty uh, children uh, who are rich, uh, who live in their freaking ivory towers, and all the rest of the, the children uh, like us that live with us in the freaking hobo village uh, would be resorted to freaking going to the toilet outside. And that was Toilet by Doug Jordan. Uh, this is Doug's favorite freaking category. And we're even thinking about renaming it the freaking Doug category. Yeah. Toilet. Yeah. You got it. Teddy Risher, you have something to get off your chest. Uh, nothing. It just felt very, uh, I don't know. Doug Jordan felt a little uh, communist there with him making fun of their freaking upper class. And I don't know. It's just, it felt a little off brand for Doug. Yeah. Without those ivory towers, we will never have our freaking hobo village. Yeah. So we need to pay our freaking respects. It's the only way we're going to become the best versions of ourselves. That's absolutely freaking true. And number five, cars and motorcycles. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, kids can't go drive cars. Kids can't drive motorcycles. But what they can do is freaking get their freaking friends to freaking crawl on their backs because they're being freaking punished because they're the freaking outcasts of the group and they can ride them like freaking horses. And they're going to have to do it bareback at first until they learn how to basket weave or till they learn how to put together some sort of leather bounding to, to ride as a saddle on top of these people and once they freaking figure that out uh, my guess is that these people never stand up right again the outcasts the bottom of the bottom those living in squander that are beneath the bottom class and these people will be called horses and they will dress like horses and they will neigh like horses and they'll only be able to procreate with horses and eventually it'll separate into this old complete other freaking species where they're born with shorter freaking sturdier legs and they're good for running and their dangly johnsons are long as a freaking dick and they start growing fur all over their body and they prefer to live outside and they sleep standing up and geez louise down on my knees they love freaking eating hay and apples and they don't even they don't bother for our squirrels and so that's actually going to free up a lot of the squirrels and going to help these kids focus on freaking learning which is what this is actually about 
Sandy the Sandman Farkas, let's go to sports. Uh, sure. Before before I get into sports, though, I'd like to mention uh, yet again, this is a freaking perfect system. Yeah. And briefly, uh, I, I mentioned uh, freaking food a little bit earlier. Uh, and and, and uh, last week I mentioned that uh, sport would be freaking lacrosse. But I'd also like to mention freaking hunting for freaking sport. Uh, and and though we though some of the, the freaking resources that we that we once freaking hunted will be freaking gone and depleted, and we will have the corner on freaking hunting squirrels completely freaking cornered. Uh, we will have the freaking we will we'll all. What I'm saying is we will need to hunt the horses. Uh, the horses that we freaking bred and, and created and invented will become, the one, will become yes, the things we freaking ride, but also the things that we teach our children to freaking hunt for sport. We'll say, we say, we'll say, go, go, we say, go chase that freaking, we said, we'll, we'll set them free from their freaking, from their freaking hobo hut. And we'll say, you don't freaking come back until, until you've killed a freaking horse. Yeah. Absolutely free. And you need to bring its head back. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And its tail, because we use its tail to make our violin bows and our instruments. And Tadia Richard, that brings you along to geography. Sure. Well, everybody knows that there's geography is going to be freaking useless when the apocalypse comes and we dissolve all governments and borders of freaking this land. So what's important right now is to start teaching your kids how to discriminate from people who are different from you. And that includes the freaking horse kids that we're going to be breeding. That includes people who are outside of your freaking squirrel hunting grounds. Uh, you got You just got to teach these kids now, not only to distinguish these people, but how to freaking hate them with all your freaking being. And don't forget the squirrels themselves. You need to. You, well, we, yeah. You got to discriminate against the squirrels, but also pay them respect because they're your main source of nutrients. Yeah, we pray to the squirrels. God bless them, and, and we love them. You pray to them and hate them. And because Doug Jordan has rearranged the entire freaking system by asking for toilet, he also gets the best one, miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. Doug Jordan, you have the floor. Uh, I, I, I was prepared for toilet. I wasn't really prepared for miscellaneous. Uh, I guess uh, if you want it to be about sex, uh, I would probably teach the kids, you know, to to practice safe sex and, you know, wear a condom. Not, there's not going to be any time for that. We're in rebuilding mode, freaking Doug. They're going to be have to, when they're not freaking having sex, they're going to have to be practicing with their freaking hands. And geez Louise down on my knees, yes, they might have to start a little bit younger. And yes, there might not be any women in this scenario because they've all left us and created their own freaking island where everything is safe and beautiful and it's just men. And we're going to have to figure out how to procreate on our own and the also- way that we used to. <clears throat> And also, condoms are no longer a freaking thing uh, because we do not let the freaking children use our freaking bathrooms or freaking toilets. So we use freaking condoms as, a, well, a child's freaking toilet. Uh, they, 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 they go to the bathroom, we do the condoms, we seal it, and we throw them into the freaking forest. Or we throw them at the freaking horses. Or the squirrels. Before they become horses and before they're designated to the freaking horse community. And yes, Doug, I know what you're thinking. Can't we just use the freaking horse skin or the squirrel skin for condoms? But that's going to be a waste of freaking good freaking horse skin. So, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, if you want to go out and help children learn from home in this difficult time, we have outlined in great detail how you can do it using the great eight category systems analysis. So please, try this at home. The eight system category analysis is a perfect freaking system. It's, yeah, no, I'm just going to agree. Yeah, it's a perfect, yeah. And yeah, no, well, he said, but yes, he is, uh, all eight categories are uh, perfect. Yeah, each freaking category is perfect. freaking perfect system. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, this has been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so freaking much. We're so freaking hot and hot.
for you. Stay safe, and we'll see you freaking next week. So when can we go see Sunjay? Is it going to be, is there a waiting period or maybe some sort of list we need to get on to be able to go visit him? And what should we bring? I th I'm thinking about bringing my famous freaking egg salad, barbecue egg salad, although maybe a freaking pot of bakaziti, although I could never freaking hold a candle to his. I didn't. I answered this earlier. I, I said you shouldn't go see him, or if you do, it should be outside, six feet apart. I thought you were saying that so that Weakers and Tweakers didn't show up at the freaking event, show up and freaking crowd around with candles, stress him out because he's afraid of freaking too many people with COVID-19, doesn't want to get it again and poison himself. So you're saying that none of us are freaking allowed to see freaking Sunjay? No, you can, but you just have to be outside, six feet apart. What if we were to give him a clock? A big old no, we, a big old grandfather clock. A get a gr congratulations on getting well yeah. clock. That's a good freaking idea. Yeah, congratulations on no longer being sick. Here's a gigantic clock. Don't I, ever open it. I wouldn't give that clock to anybody else, except and bring it back to the group home where it belongs. From whence it came. We're getting along just fine without that clock, Doug. I think that clock needs to end up in freaking Sunjay's house. And I think that we need to work on this tonight. Doug, I'm going to need you to freaking gas up the truck. <laughs>